0: To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Guess who's back, David Cameron? I hope that six years as prime minister, 11 years leading the Conservative Party gives me some useful experience and contacts and relationships and knowledge that I can help the prime minister. That's why I'm doing the job and I'm delighted to accept. It's yeah, been quite the morning in Britain, anyway. Rod Littles with us, Roderick. How are you?
0: I'm very well, thanks, mate. Or at least recovering. Uh, yeah. Thanks for putting up with my absence.
1: No worries at all. Let me um, fire some questions about the accident after the end of this. Uh, but 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 this Cameron thing. Did sure. that did that come completely out of the blue?
0: Totally totally nobody foresaw it whatsoever nobody anywhere not even uh the, the pro camerooni press uh, which you might class the times as being part of uh nobody saw it at all rishi sunak reached into his hat and brought out a dead rabbit uh which is uh remarkable uh <clears throat> I, 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 the, the, at the moment the, the press is Split fifty-fifty. <clears throat> there are those who think that it will bring to the Sunak cabinet a degree of stability. I don't quite see how that works, because uh, it will merely deepen the chasm between uh, uh, the, the the left of the party and the right. Um, uh, he will certainly bring a degree of knowledge, but in terms of the electorate, you know, this is a man who bounced off in 2016, having lost the uh, the referendum having been a staunch Remainer. So any idea that, you know, uh, the Conservative Party got back into power 2019 on the back of being firmly for Brexit, uh, you can't find a Brexiteer anywhere in the, in the top ranks at the no. moment. You know, it's a Remainer Parliament. And nor was David Cameron at all popular when he was Prime Minister. You know, he won in 2015 against the odds. That has to be said, um, and yet uh, his his ratings when he left office were the lowest of any prime minister in living memory. Uh, and this will cause enormous ructions uh, within the party uh, and within the voter. Uh, within the within the voting uh, basis of the Tory Party, particularly the Red Wall votes up here, where I am in the northeast of England, there is going to be nobody voting for the Conservatives. Well, the because other... it's back to that old. Sorry, go on, Mike.
1: The, the other side of the equation is the cleverly Braverman thing. Getting rid of Braverman is 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 that wise? Is it sensible? Does it does it you know lance the boil so to speak?
0: No, I don't think it does. Uh, you see, the problem is that the, the position of Home Secretary for a Conservative Party has always been problematic. It is always the poison chalice. Uh, but nonetheless, Suella Braverman was, though she speaks uh, with, with a degree of colour figure she is nonetheless echoing the views of a large proportion of this country mm. you know I would put it at, you know around about 55 percent for the other 45 percent she's the most hated woman in the country so she is divisive there's no there's no doubt about that but nonetheless what she's been saying and what she's been trying to do is address the problems which have dogged the Conservative Party for 15 years and have never yet been solved don't forget also on the Cameron side of things uh, and this is what labor women great hayways uh, that Cameron was responsible for the years and years of austerity which saw enormous cuts in the police, enormous cuts in the National Health Service and so on and so on. So he won't appeal to working class voters on those two very, very important grounds. And increasingly, the middle class vote is going to the Labour Party.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. I saw a poll out yesterday, the gap has increased to 17 points. Cleverly, is he yeah. just a more toned down version of Breberman? In other words, the message is different, but the actions are the same. Or is he completely different overall?
0: He's pretty different overall. Uh, he's, he's more moderate. He's, he's more pragmatic, I think. He's certainly not an ideologue. I have to say, it doesn't sound terribly fair, but I have yet to see him say or do anything which quite justifies his surname. Uh, but, you know, he's, 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 he, he has risen without trace, as uh, people used to say.
1: All right. So then we come to the weekend and those protests, and there was the, and this is where Brabham got herself into trouble, of course. As she 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 took a side against the police. Given what we yeah. saw and those protests and how it unfolded, and Rishi wanting more powers, what are those powers, and when's he going to put them in place, and can he do
0: it? Um, I suspect nothing will come of it, uh, because I suspect the protests, which were broadly peaceable. Uh, I mean, not entirely not as peaceable as the BBC made them out to be, but largely peaceable. And of course, everyone was deflected by the presence of the morons from the English Defence League on the far right. So this is my country and all that kind of stuff. I, 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 there's a more fundamental problem, Mike. What, what, what Sunak and what any Home Secretary has to do is to try to get the Metropolitan Police depoliticized so that it doesn't decide which protesters it likes and which ones it doesn't. Uh, and, and uh, it's very difficult when we, you find out that the Met police has had advisors who have been leading pro-Palestinian rallies uh, and another Met advisor was saying that anyone who says uh, anyone who stands with Israel is committing a war crime you, you know that, the, 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 that effectively the Met has been lost to sanity
1: Now, your situation in what shape do we find you?
0: Um, I'm a fairly normal shape, except I'm wearing uh, rather de-trop uh, uh, leggings because I, it's difficult for me to put my trousers on, Mike. I know that's probably too much information. I drove into a tree, Okay, uh, I'm afraid, uh, and I would seriously advise your listeners to avoid driving into a tree if they possibly can. Right. It didn't work out terribly well for me, and I've got a wrecked shoulder and a bad back.
1: Jeez, you poor thing. And so so the prognosis on recovery is what? Days, weeks, months, years, never?
0: Yeah, weeks, really, uh, I suppose. And I'm already a hell of a lot better than I was last week. And... uh, and, but just a bit tired from the copious amounts of drugs, which I obviously cheerfully mixed with alcohol in order to get through this very difficult period for myself.
1: <laughs> well, I'm glad you're back with us, and uh, go well, and we'll talk. Uh, we'll talk on Thursday. Right. Appreciate it as always, man. How uh, Rod Little, out of Britain this morning, just quickly. Uh, Ratcliffe Reckless uh, so Jim's uh, deal to become a minority shareholder in Manchester United. Uh, that's going to be agreed at this month's international break, apparently, or within this month's international break, possibly as early as this week, which is why I'm telling you now. He's going to pay around 1.25 billion as in pounds, so uh, 250 million New Zealand dollars to buy a quarter stake. And if you've been following this, uh, the Qatari banker Sheikh Al uh, Tani was involved. He's pulled out. Uh, the Glaziers were what they called reluctant sellers. They didn't like the money that was being offered. They thought the thing was worth more, yada, yada, yada. And anyway, we, we seem to have come to this 25%. Reckless is going to become a part owner.
0: For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News ZB from 6 a.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.